0: welcome you guys to newt radio this is your host
1: kenny heflin and i am back so back had to take a little summer break and
0: everything and try to get my mind right and stuff and I'm sure you guys have been doing the same thing you know you got all of this shit going on I mean with jobs kind of coming back and some jobs getting laid off again because all these different waves and unemployment doing this crazy thing it's been fucking nuts so I wanted to get into an episode of a semi-nude episode, I'll say. And you know, with the semi-nude episodes, it's just going to be you and me, and I want all of the engagement, all of the questions that you guys have for me, give me feedback. You know that I like it, you know. So, I want to I wanna get into something, because during this summer break, y'all, it has been a fucking mess. When it comes to ex-lovers trying to come back into my
1: life
0: and then leaving, and then I also have something new on the horizon. I mean, y'all, it's been it's been pretty interesting. 2020, summer 2020 has definitely been a little bit of a roller coaster for the most part. But you know what? We are in September. Mid September might at you like September has like already like flown by pretty fast, and it's almost the end of the year. I mean, like it's crazy. Anywho, it's a lot of stuff that I have to update you guys on. Oh my god, I've missed y'all. I hope everybody had the chance to dive into a lot of the episodes that came out before this one and just got caught up. Like I know a lot of people. Had the time to catch up. I know some of you guys have, you know, taken your time, which of course is not a big deal. But as long as you give us a listen, and like I say, feedback is always amazing. This is the first season, so I definitely want you guys to give me any type of feedback that you guys have, any suggestions, any questions, and uh, just like ride this train of new radio. Like, you know, you guys are my nudists. And I love you guys for listening. So let's get into it. So starting this summer, y'all, I had someone who I used to talk to back in a day, like back in 2017. And that situation was up and down, hot and cold, because the guy just, he didn't have it all together. And I mean, to be perfectly honest, this is something that I've come to realize and admit, but he ain't like me enough. And that's why it was hot and cold. You know, it wasn't something that was just like a smooth, organic type of dating situation. It wasn't. It was it had some trials and tribulations. And ultimately, I had to, you know, say, hey, well, whenever you're uh, healed, Or whatever, you know, get back at me. And he said, "Okay," and he found a new boyfriend. So (laughs) that happened, and uh, yeah, I just had to to take a backseat in everything, and just, you know, obviously, I, I looked at that situation like, "Wow, what the fuck?" Like, you know, you told me that you had. Uh, it's problems getting close to somebody, but once I acknowledge that and ask you if we should be friends or if we should try to, you know, continue on with what we're doing with romantically pursuing ourselves, of course you didn't really know what to do but you know once i said okay well go ahead and figure your thing out and everything like that and once you get all of that stuff situated then go ahead and like you know let's try this again and stuff and he said okay well we can try that again and you know i'll be working on it and all this stuff and blah 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 and he found himself into the arms of another man and moved back to like his hometown and all that crazy shit for the dude and from there i mean i guess some shit happened and they broke up and fast forward a few years later you know we're like going back and forth having like these like cutesy little flirtation back and forth and everything and uh it took until 2019 november 2019 where the guy actually came back to visit la And we had a little heated moment. I wouldn't even say it was like a heated moment, but it was very passionate. And we were at a day party and it just was not the right time. But we both had drinks. We both care about each other in a certain type of way, despite of whatever happened before in the past. But it just got a little bit, you know passionate and he actually admitted and acknowledged that he knows where he fucked up and that he understands my frustration and he realized that he looked over me and had all these preconceived notions about me and he just never had the receipts to back up any of these assumptions that he had about Mr. Kenny and I just used to always ask myself like what the fuck is going on like he can literally judge me for absolutely no reason, but have these different preconceived notions of me being some type of fuck boy. But in turn, I'm not doing anything fuck boyish at all. Like if anything, I'm trying to be there for you when you're sick. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to feed you. I'm trying to take care of you. I'm trying to spend time with you. I'm cooking. I'm, all these different things. Like I was literally giving him the complete opposite of what his preconceived notion was of me. And it just left me puzzled. And I just remember throwing up my hands, like, look, Hey, I tried, uh, there's really nothing that I can do past this. This guy obviously just doesn't like me, you know? And it, it definitely fucked me up. I will be honest. And I, I told the guy, uh, back when we had this, this passionate conversation back in November of 2019. And, you know, you guys, like, I have no problem being transparent. I have no issue with, you know, being open and honest about what my intentions are and what my feelings are, you know, what my emotions are in that moment. I have no problem with vocalizing that. And I think a lot of people, especially a lot of men, have an issue being open and honest and, uh, being able to communicate what's going on in their hearts and their minds. And that's just something that I don't have. I don't have a handicap and I can stand on all 10 toes and admit to anybody that, you know, I was hurt by what you did. I was hurt by how, you know, we ended, you know, I really had growing feelings towards you and you know, shit didn't happen the way that we wanted it to, and honestly, like I was fucked up, I, cause I was, and I told him that, and you know, he he definitely, you know, as, at least he empathized with the fact that he understood where I was coming from, and that he had, you know, talked to all of his friends and told them about our situation and just like how he always felt about me and blah blah blah, and you know what, like uh, I will say that. I wasn't looking for that, but I didn't turn it down and I definitely felt a little bit more justified, even though I knew exactly what I did and how I handled myself in that particular situation when both of us were attempting to date, or at least when I was attempting to date him, that I know that I did nothing wrong. I know for sure I didn't do anything wrong. And To hear him say and apologize, uh, you know, that that did something for me. Especially, you know, it was just like unresolved, you know, communication that just never happened. And, you know, it happened. I felt better and stuff, and like, you know, I felt like, okay, we're on the right track to try to pick things up at least to see if there is something, because the guy did say, like, hey. I'm also moving back to LA next year and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, you know, I didn't, I never got into the mindset that, you know, as soon as he moved to LA, like we were just going to be in this relationship and all this stuff or whatever. It was more so how, at least how I was going to approach it, that I at least wanted to try at it again. I was open because for some reason about this guy, something about this guy, and I don't know if it's just, like, a general curiosity or something like that, but something about this dude, like, I just I, I just couldn't get rid of. Like, it was always, like, he had some type of special place deep down underneath in the, the pink crevice of my heart, I guess. And I don't know. I just, I was open to forgiveness. And I was open because, you know, he told me that he was doing the work and that he was seeking therapy and everything. And again, he acknowledged where he fucked up with, you know, how he handled our situation years before. So here it is. You know, I'm I'm naturally optimistic. And I w- I was just like, OK, well, I'm not going to put all of my eggs in one basket. I'm just going to take this loaf. The guy moves to L.A., he moves to L.A. Who knows for sure, because it's so many people that try to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm moving to L.A. or I'm moving back to L.A. and it never happens. So. You know, we went back and forth and stuff, like, little cute shit, you know, on Instagram and, like, through text a few times and stuff like that, and just, like, kind of planning ahead towards the move to L.A., and it's just like, you know, here it was, he was saying, like, you know, you don't have to be alone anymore because I'm coming back, and... Just all this like little cutesy shit, right? And again, I wasn't putting all my eggs in a basket because I was approaching it as a grown-up. And knowing the history of this person, I just was like, okay, uh, let's see exactly what the fuck happens, you know, but uh at least we're on a, a good foot forward, at least. And that was just my thought about it, you know. So I just remember, you know, going into the actual move that he made. He finally got here and we got the chill, you know, once he got back and stuff. And we caught up. It was great. It was really good, you know, getting to try to get to know him, you know, as a different person, at least because, again, he presented himself to be different this time around. And we weren't 26 anymore. We were 30 years old. You know, this is. 2020 we're both about to be, you know, 31 at the time and stuff. So it's just like, okay, we're grown now. You've acknowledged your problems and everything and how everything was handled between us. Uh let's try to get to know each other at least. You know, let's try to become friends, you know, in that type of way of course we know what's underneath, but let's try to be friends first and like, you know, start off slow. And uh, yeah, it's just after that, you know, I remember he sent me a text like, you know, asking if it was okay if he like came over like after night hours and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, like, are we about to do something and stuff? But that didn't happen. And I just remember just like trying to extend the, the olive branch and stuff and trying to put out like welcomes and everything like that. And the guy, honestly, you know, I understood that he had just moved back to LA and he had like a heavy workload and he had like friends and stuff that he had to catch up with and stuff. And I just didn't want to interrupt. And I understood if I didn't see him, you know, as often and stuff like that. But I do remember him saying like, oh, well, I live 12 minutes away and I'm going to always be over here. You're going to see me a lot, blah, 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 blah. And guess what? None of that fucking happened. I literally went like a few weeks without texting him or reaching out because, again, I had made the effort. I put out the olive branch to hang out. It just didn't happen, and I just assumed, you know, like, hey, fuck it. Like this dude is—he's catching up with friends. He has a heavy workload.
1: Fuck it, you know. And because I am. Super duper intuitive and I have my little third eye right in between
0: my thick ass eyebrows. I felt something was uh a little different. And I kind of knew I was like, you know what? I think this nigga is in a relationship where I think he's dating somebody. Because I'm starting to my little antennas are starting to buzz, right? And lo and behold, he was dating someone new. Mind you, he had just got back to LA, like Maybe three weeks prior, so I was a little shocked. But again, knowing this person at that time, I just was like, This is routine for him, you know, he will lead you on, you know, and pop up in a whole fucking relationship out of nowhere. And you know, that's that's his MO. And I wasn't hurt, I wasn't shocked, but I was just like, Wow, okay. Great And it just so happened to be that I went to a game night with one of our mutual friends, and I just remember in my head I was fucking driving a car and stuff, and I'm like,
1: in my head I'm like, "I think he's gonna be here he's no, I was like, no, he's gonna be here." And lo and behold, he was he, he was there he was there with his boyfriend might I at you. And the whole time it was just
0: like, what the fuck? As soon as I walked in the door, he was the first and only person to turn around and to get up and give me a hug and stuff. I kept it cute because I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And it's like, you know, dude, you said all this stuff beforehand? You were supposed to help me out with a, you know, uh lawsuit thing and all that stuff and you never pull through so you're also just not a good friend at that either so like hey you know i'm a cordial person i'm too fucking grown y'all and i'm always going to be gracious for the most part because the thing is this one thing i realized when i was in my late teens almost like my early 20s is that it literally takes too much energy to ignore someone that you know that you know and it's just better like if y'all don't if y'all don't fuck with each other and stuff like that that's understood but I'm gonna give you like a head nod like I'm gonna acknowledge that you're there like it just takes too much to try to walk around people and try to talk around people it literally is effort that you're putting in And you'd never want to give that person that much power. If that person is looking for that type of power, you never want to give that person that much power because you're literally putting too much energy into not speaking and not just acknowledging that. Like, Hey, bitch, like you're here. Hey, you know, whatever, like, just say hi and keep it moving. You don't have to have a conversation. And that's, that's how, you know, I had approached the situation and stuff and I kept it cute and Plus, you know, I just had came off of a nice little getaway, you know, with a nice little new friend of mine, a little special friend. And uh, I just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to keep it gracious and keep it cool, you know, like because I'm too grown. And the whole night was so uncomfortable because for some reason he just felt the need to like add in like little two cents. Like we played some games and stuff, and he dropped out a very intimate answer that, mind you, he answered for me. And I was like, the fuck? In my head. I'm like, what the fuck? And his boyfriend actually turned to him, was like, like, what the fuck? And he's like,
1: Oh my, well, I love Kenny.
0: And in my head, I'm like,
1: stop being fake. And it's like. No, you don't. If you did, if you truly loved me, if you truly cared about me, then you wouldn't treat me the way you do. That's not how people who supposed to love you, at least, at least on my side of the planet. That's not how I remember it, y'all. But you tell
0: me if that's how you remember it, because people who love you, quote unquote, does not treat you like that. And that's how he fucking did it. But I just rolled with it and stuff. And he, you know, we played these games and everything. And it got to one of the questions where one of the people at the party asked, like, you know, how long has he and his boyfriend been together? And guess what? He didn't answer. He said, oh, that's none of y'all business. And it's just like in my head, I'm just like, wow, this dude is so full of shit right now. like. If I wasn't here, that would have been an easy answer that he could have just said, oh, yeah, a month or oh, yeah, five months or a few weeks, whatever the case is. And guess what? He said that it was none of you y'all's business and all that shit. So in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah. So if I wasn't here, he definitely would have answered. But since I was there. I don't think that he wanted to shake the table and stuff because he doesn't know exactly. Obviously we don't know exactly what's going on in each other's minds and how we're going to react to certain shit. But it's just like, if he would have said the actual answer, then I could have reacted in a way like, you know, where I could have exposed the whole situation to how he's been low key entertaining me, uh, you know, going into his move to LA and just like, Little things, or whatever, and it could have conflicted with timing and everything like that. So you never know. But with this person, I was just like, he's obviously been dating this guy for longer than he's been in LA. And that's the answer that I got from it. But I just remember leaving the situation at that party. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, wow, this guy is not changed. He is still the same exact person. And it's just the, the toxic behavior of it, the, the, you know, omitting certain things and stuff and, and leading you on and everything like that. Like, it, you're still the same guy from 2017. And all of that, I love Kenny things and all that shit. It's just like, it's so fake. Like, stop, stop it. Because we are not friends. Uh, We are not, you know, romantic uh, partners or anything like that. Like you don't do,
1: again, you don't do people like that, you know, supposedly it's you supposed to love, right? So I just remember thinking like, wow, this guy is toxic. This guy is
0: untrustworthy. He is dishonest. I mean, everything that you can think of that's negative this guy is. And I kind of thought to myself, and I was like, you know what? Do I regret ever meeting this guy? And I just thought to myself, I'm like, well, one thing about me, like I really try my best to never do things that I regret. And I look at any unfavorable situation as a learning lesson. And from this particular situation is like, yeah, I did learn something from a few years ago dealing with this guy. But at the same time, it's just like, I wish I didn't know you dude. Like, I wish I didn't know you in the capacity that I know you. Uh, that's more so, you know, my mindset, right? And that's just, that's just where I am now. And he has, you know, we've seen each other, of course out ever since he moved back and stuff. And like I say, like we have mutual friends and everything. And I keep it cordial. I keep it cute. And a few weeks ago my best friend had a birthday party. And mind you, my best friend, he was drunk. He was having a good time, of course, as he should. And he said some things that was out of the way. And I did tell him, like, dude, like, don't do that. Don't say that, you know. And the best friend I was talking about is Sebastian, uh, which He's been on two episodes of ours and it was Sebastian's birthday and he comes up and he's like, blah, blah, blah. And I, something told me like, oh shit, he about to say something concerning me and the guy, because me and the guy were standing next to each other essentially. And I was like, so Sebastian, how's your birthday? How are you enjoying it and stuff? And he said, oh yeah, it's cool, bitch, whatever. And then he, Dropped a fucking bomb, which I wish he never fucking said. And he was like, my friend loves you. And my heart was just like, no. (laughs) I'm like, Sebastian, no, you don't. That's it's not what needed to be said at the time. Like, I mean, he really put his foot in his mouth. And I mean, granted, Sebastian is one of my best friends, but he doesn't really understand the past of Odo and I. And I never too much went in depth. And he was, you know, to his knowledge, all Sebastian knew, honestly, is that uh, me and him, you know, used to talk. And, you know, that's literally Sebastian's knowledge concerning me and Odu. And I just was like, Sebastian, like, you literally just spoke out of turn and with somebody that I literally don't really care for like that at this time anymore because he's just been so snaky and so just, you know, and I'm like, Sebastian, oh, and the guy, of course, goes and says,
1: oh, but I love Kenny. And I then said, I looked at him and I said, stop it. And he said, whoop. I mean, he literally
0: almost gagged on his fucking air. On a fucking air bubble. Like, he almost choked. Because he was like, uh, what? Like, I was just like, stop. Stop saying that. No, you don't. You know. And he's like, what you mean? And I'm like, stop it. Just leave. Just, mm-mm, No. No, no, no. Cut that out. Cut that bullshit out. Like, stop this. And it just got to the point where, you know, Sebastian was like... I don't care what y'all look y'all need to work something out y'all need to work it out and I'm like no Sebastian stop talking stop just just walk away just go entertain some other fucking guest and I'm just gonna oh my god and I just remember leaving a party and I was just so annoyed by my best friend because I'm like I really wish he would not have said that because this is the the absolutely the wrong
1: person that he needs to say something like that to when it concerns me. And I just was like, fuck,
0: I don't need that being in this guy's head. I don't need that being put out to the universe or anything
1: like that. And I was just like, fuck, okay. But I thought about it and I'm like, well, at least I got the time to
0: Confront him a little bit, like obviously i haven't uh, had like a real talk exactly why i'm choosing never to like really fuck with him like that anymore, but at least I got the opportunity to call him out on the fake shit with that whole love thing because it's like don't throw that around when you don't mean it because you don't your actions your actions are baby they're tainted they're they're different, you are toxic, ooh, and you Probably don't even know it, and that's probably the worst thing. And I just was like, All right, well, fuck it. All right. And just like the last few weeks after that and stuff going into currently, like, I mean, this guy's been commenting on stuff and like doing shit that he's never fucking did before. Like, I mean, literally laughing at hee hee and a ha ha and a post and stuff. Mind you, he's never done anything like that. Like, I mean shit. And it's just like, I really just feel like it's, it's nothing but him looking for some type of attention because I'm not giving him anything. And like a part of me, I don't want to be jaded concerning this character, but a part of me has to ask myself, like, is this person consciously being that way? Is this person conscious, consciously toxic? You know, Is he feeding off of certain energy? Is he fishing for different ways to see if he still has me in his grasp? I wonder. I really wonder that. And just going based on it, I mean, honestly, just going based off the history of us, I can't help but think the worst. I honestly, I look at the guy as one of the worst people that I've probably met. And that's just on. God, Buddha, Allah, whoever you pray to, it's its on that. It's on mamas. You know, I'm in L.A., so that's what they say. And I just I have nothing but the wrong impression of this guy because we honestly we have no good memories together. It's nothing but negative, you know, leading on and inconsistency and, you know, dishonesty and just it's so much stuff that goes on between us. And. As far as memories, it's no good memories between us. And that's just what it is. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. And he'll get exactly what he deserves at the end of the day, you know? And that's just you you just gotta let people live their life and stuff like that. And I'm like I say, I'm I'm too grown to not be uh gracious and to not be cordial at least I'll speak. But that's about it. Like we honestly, we really don't have much to talk about at this point. And it's just like, you know, you've continuously said, fuck Kenny. And that's what your actions have said. Even though you probably haven't said it out
1: loud, your actions did. And uh I just was like, all right, great. And it's funny because
0: the dude that I was also, you know, seeing, you remember he was from, uh, or at least he's from L.A., but he lived in New York and everything. And the, the flight attendant guy from episode eight, if you guys have been keeping up, y'all better have kept up that guy. And y'all know exactly if you've listened to the episode eight, which was also a semi-nude episode, you know the frustrations that went into that. And literally the guy, honestly, to to wrap it up in a nutshell, the guy, we we had been seeing each other for a little bit over a year and he did move uh, back to L.A. at the time. But he did say that he had interest in moving back to L.A. and everything. And that's what he said when we first met. Right. And I just remember, you know, I was just like at the beginning, of course, like I didn't want to do A long distance relationship. But once I started to get to know this guy, I started to become at least open to exploring the idea because I was like, you know what? If he's saying that he's going to move back to LA and everything like that, he's putting in his transfer and whatnot. At least if he's a flight attendant, he can control his schedule. And for that reason, he can be out here whenever he wanted to, right? And I want to spend as much quality time because guess what? Quality time, y'all, is one of my love languages. I think that's like my number one love language. And I'm like, okay, well, if he's gonna move back to LA and stuff, we can spend as much quality time together and stuff. Like rather he's on his layovers, he can spend the night, which he did. He traveled here all the time, you know. Uh rather it was a 15-hour, twenty-four-hour layover, but then also like the days that he had off, and it was times where He had, like, three days off or four days off where he flew out here, but then he would always flee so fast. He would always leave, like, the next day without seeing anything. And I used to always be like, dude, like, what the fuck? How the fuck are you leaving to get all the way back to the East Coast to then go on Instagram and see me in my bed because you left at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning and you're like... I wish that I was still there cuddling with you. And I'm like, well, nigga, you still could have been, but you fucking left. So let's see how that can line up because it's not making any sense and everything. And from the jump, like, you know, when we first had like that first run in it with, you know, that miscommunication, he did tell me that, you know, he had dealt with feelings of, uh, abandonment and not feeling wanted and not feeling as if he and his time was valued and stuff based off of his last relationship or something like that. And he struggled with feeling like he was a nuisance or he was a bother or that he was clingy. And I assured him at the first time that we had this run in that, you know, if I'm inviting you out to come all the way to L.A., which I, I, I appreciate and I acknowledge that effort that you're putting to come all the way out on this five and a half hour flight to L.A. from New York. I appreciate that. And guess what? I run a reward that that effort with time spent. Because again, if you're talking about moving to L.A., I want to spend as much time as I can with you before then so I can get comfortable with the idea of entertaining a long distance relationship. And that was the whole thing. And he he said that he understood and that he was going to work on it, all this stuff. But it just happened four or five times. And I was just getting over it. And like I said, like in episode eight, it was extremely frustrating. And I just thought to myself, like, fuck, like, I I can't keep trying to remind a grown ass man that I want him around. It's not. Anything that I can do in my power to make this man feel wanted, because anything that I might try to do, that little evil devil on his shoulder is going to keep speaking false assumptions in his ear. And because he's non confrontational and he also is afraid of rejection, he's going to just up and leave without the potential, you know, run in of me saying like, oh yeah, I want you to leave, which I would never say it like that. And then also I didn't want him to leave. I wanted to actually spend time with him. And I told him this again, five times too many. And after each time he always say, oh yeah, I understand this stuff. But it's like, it was the same situation. And it's like, I can't keep doing this. And it was just like, you know, we didn't see each other for a few months after his last time coming, and we had so many good memories. Like, I really started to uh, grow attached to this guy, and with the pandemic and stuff that happened and everything, so he wasn't able to fly out that much, and we didn't have uh, a lot of time to really spend together in that next few months, and, like, we started FaceTiming more and just communicating more, and I started to miss him, because I became a believer in what they say, distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? And I'm just like, all right, uh, dude, you know, I'm feeling some type of way, like seriously, and I'm being all cutesy and all that shit, and I'm being vulnerable, you know, I'm being open, I'm being honest with how I feel and what my intentions are. And he was receptive to it, and he was giving me that same energy, but then eventually... The energy kind of started to become lopsided and I started to get a little vibe. Like I say, my my spidey senses start tingling and my third eye start jiggling. And I was like, something's not right. And I confronted him because I am the confronter. (laughs) One thing about me, y'all, is that I will address the pink elephant in the room any fucking day. And I did. I brought it to the forefront per usual because I'm always having to bring up the heavy topics to get anything out of anybody, let alone, you know, especially with this fucking guy. It was it's like pulling teeth to get to understand what exactly is going on in his head and how he really feels. And me being the confronter, I confronted and asked questions and stuff. And he, you know, told me that. He was having problems reciprocating that energy that I was putting out because he had recently started dating somebody for two weeks and it wasn't serious and all that stuff or whatever. But here I am thinking like, well, if it's not that serious, then you wouldn't be having any issues reciprocating the same energy that I'm putting out because I know that you like me. I know that you did like me. I know that you have feelings for me. So we've been going around this little circle and stuff for a year at this point, damn near. And it's like you move to L.A. to move back to New York. And it just got real confusing because when he got back to L.A. with this transfer, I had every intention on dating this guy. Like I really was enjoying this guy and I wanted to like go deeper and actually like date him and, you know, shit, you know. Like, I really wanted to build something with this dude. And, you know, he moved back and everything. And that got, like, choppy and crazy. And it's just, you know, we tried to talk this, this thing out with this whole new person that came in out of nowhere. And I was just like, you know what? You know, I, I acknowledge that I didn't say about, you know, open relationships or not open relationships, but, you know, long distance relationships. Uh, And me being open to them. And I do remember saying that I'm open to the idea of, you know, at least trying, you know, like I wanted to always spend quality time with you so I could get comfortable enough, you know, even entertaining that thought. Right. So. It was just a a roller coaster of shit, and you know, I was just like, "Hey, like, let's let's talk about this later." You know, like, let's actually talk on the phone. We're grown, you know. Let's FaceTime about this this issue, and like, you know, even if we have to come to a conclusion where I have to just release you, you know, out into the world and stuff, and let you be you and, and grow with this. Other person and stuff, and I knew that this could have happened because we weren't official, we weren't exclusive. we were you know people who did like each other and we spent time together plenty of times and we you know we had like all of our romantic uh run-ins and it was it was cute, you guys like it was like you know having a boyfriend for a day or a day and a half like it was it was crazy, but that's the entanglement that we were in. And I just remember thinking like, okay, it's a possibility that he can meet somebody. It's a possibility that I can meet somebody. And we will have to have that talk if that ends up happening. So I just wanted to come to a healthy conclusion like adult grown men just to be like, look, if, you know, you want to pursue this guy and stuff that you've been talking to for two weeks. It's going to suck. Obviously, like it's going to fucking suck. Like my feelings are hurt, you know, but I knew that this was something that could happen because I'm realistic. And we can, we can still, you know, we're not going to be friends right now because I have feelings for you. And I can't be friends with somebody I have feelings for. And eventually we can end up becoming friends, you know, or we can just end up having like a certain respect for each other and stuff and just like move on by in the world and just coexist, you know? So that's what I really wanted to do. Like, I just wanted to be like super grown about it, but I tried to reach out and stuff. He, you know, being himself ran away from what he thought would be potential conflict and it was never going to be that. And he just, he disregarded. Everything that we, you know, had before, you know, he disregarded me. He just he threw it all away and he ran. You know, he he said that, you know, oh well, you know, you didn't want me and now all of a sudden you do and you're flipping the script and all this stuff and whether or not it works with uh, me and this guy or not, like I'm gonna be fine and all this stuff and just don't, just stop or whatever. And I'm like, wow, okay. I was very uh disappointed, and again, because I knew the history of us and how he just his defense mechanisms was to avoid i just i wasn't surprised, but i was I was definitely disappointed, and you know I let some time go by, and with anybody that I care about, be it you know platonic friend or romantic you know relationship. I, if we ever come to, you know, an end of our relationship, again, whether it's platonic or romantic, if you meant something to me, I'm going to write you a letter. I'm going to write you a fucking letter. And it's not going to be a four page letter like what Aaliyah wrote, but it's going to be kind of long. And it's just really going to be me just highlighting what was going on between us and stuff and just like how I feel, you know, and stuff. And at this point now, like I have to. It's, it's coming from my narrative at this point. And, you know, with this particular guy, you know, I just felt like I'm going to address exactly how I felt, you know, how I feel currently and what I know for sure that we have acknowledged together and your shortcomings. Like, you know, the stuff that you knew that you wanted to work on and stuff that I know that we talked about and that, you know, you you acknowledge that was an issue and that you want to uh, progress to it, you know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to put that all out there, but I'm going to let you know that I, I was starting to fall for you and that I always wanted you and that I always tried to reciprocate your effort flying out by spending time, quality time. You know, there were so many times where he and I, we could have literally been shacked up together in my fucking apartment for two to three days, you know, easy. Because again, I fucked with this dude heavy. He was the only guy that I was fucking with like that. And I just wanted to have that that quality time spent so that we could become comfortable with each other and kind of grow and explore different things with each other and everything. But it's just, it didn't happen. And the, the God honest truth is, is that, His insecurity and his
1: problem communicating and being able to, you know, actually articulate like a grown adult
0: what's going on in his mind, you know, how he's feeling, it just wasn't there. And I just wanted to let him know, like, dude, you know, I tried. I really tried, but I can't try to, you know, tell a a man. How and when to feel wanted. It's, it's not in my power. That's something that you have to do and, you know, release those demons, you know, like, cause, and I told him, like, at the end of the fucking letter, I'm like, dude, like, literally, like, anything that you try to pursue romantically, rather it's the present or in the future, is never gonna work out until you actually address what's really going on with you. And, you know, really release those demons so you could,
1: like, become confident and love, you know, like, just articulate and speak up and let somebody
0: know, whoever it is, whether it's me or not, let that person know, you know, where it's like a healthy dialogue. It's a a good exchange. Everything's reciprocated when it comes to communication. And I just told him, like, look, this isn't, you know. This isn't, like, something that I wanted for us to happen, but because, again, you ran away from something that could have been so easy.
1: This is how I feel. And bam, you know. So I let that be. And I ended up meeting a guy
0: who (laughs) is also another flight attendant from from the East Coast, of course. And we fucking, we, we met off of line and off an app. And it was like on some sexual shit. And we had like all these plans to fuck around, you know, next time he was in LA and stuff. Right. But we kind of started talking a little bit more and it led to us, you know, really communicating like over the phone, you know, like via text message and we were FaceTiming every day multiple times a day for like hours and stuff just like getting to know each other and it was like that for like a good week and a half and then we ended up uh meeting up in san diego i picked him up from the airport that was our first time meeting each other in person at least and i just remember you know i was like all right cool let's do this like we went to the beach we had a great time we had lunch we had a you know a fucking Uh, Got a hotel for us and everything was beautiful, you know, right there in San Diego. And we had a great time. We, you know, had some good intimate moments. (laughs) It was pretty nice. But uh, I just remember like, you know, we even cuddled and I'm not even like a cuddler. Like I have to be really comfortable. It takes a certain type of person to get me to like cuddling with them. And for some reason, me and him, we cuddled and we cuddled. Easy and for like hours and shit. Like, I actually fell asleep cuddling him. Like, that was something totally fucking new. So I just thought about that. I'm like, fuck, all right, this is interesting. I like our energy. All right, cool. And we were having such a good time, you know, where I was just like, look, let's go back to LA. I want to show you around, you know. I had actually ended up preparing my place for him to come back, you know, and he ended up, you know, deciding to catch a, a plane flight, you know, that Saturday night or something like that because he came to the West Coast on Thursday. So we spent, you know, some great time with each other. We walked around, we hiked and everything. I showed him a, a few of my favorite neighborhoods and stuff. And it was great, you know, and I really enjoyed having him around and I just remember like once he left and stuff and, you know, I kind of had like that little moment where I was a little sad because, you know, y'all, I'm sure you remember if you listen to all my episodes, I live by myself, you know, I'm an introvert. Like I do like my alone time and stuff, but when I do have somebody in my space, I do kind of get used to them being there. And when they leave, I kind of feel like a little bummed. Uh, it's not gonna like cry or nothing like that, but I do feel a little bummed, like, oh shit, well, here it is, me and my plants again, you know. So we had a great time and stuff. And uh, he, we, again, we talk every day, you know, we text every day, we FaceTime all the time and stuff. And we, it's just, it's pretty good. Like we're getting to know each other and stuff, but, you know, he has no intention of moving to LA, unfortunately. And I get that, it's cool. But he's come out again, and we spent almost three days together and stuff. And at that time, again, it was just us having a good time together, right? So on the time that, you know, the actual day it
1: came for him to leave, I was feeling this weird feeling the night before. And for some reason, the guy from the other flight attendant from episode eight, right? I
0: literally hadn't really thought about this guy in months at that point. And for some reason, he popped up in my head and was like, he's going to reach out. And I didn't really know exactly like if that was going to really happen and stuff, even though some of my close friends that I did talk about our situation, they did say like, oh yeah, you can't just read somebody down and brutalize them via (laughs) text message and stuff and not think that they're not going to reach back out, you're going to hear back from this guy. And I'm like, you know, okay, I guess I have nothing to say to him because I've said everything at this point.
1: But lo and behold, I'm in the bed with the new guy and I get up because it's my first day of work, right? And the guy literally friend
0: requested me on Instagram. And I said, you know what, Satan, I don't have time for this. I rode back over. I slammed my phone down and I, I just cuddled the dude even harder because I'm just like, why is this dude reaching out? Like, oh shit. Why is he trying to come back into my life? Right when I wasn't thinking about him, right when I was doing well, and later on in the day and stuff, like I just kind of felt a little bummed and stuff because, like I say, the new guy was leaving; he was going back to New Jersey and stuff. And I was just
1: like, "All right, okay." And the old dude pops up in my fucking inbox saying, "I miss you. I know that you're mad at me, but you know." And I'm like, "Dude."
0: I honestly, I really don't know how to respond to this. I hope that you're doing well. I really, like, I just, I was at a loss of words. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, oh, fuck, like, of course,
1: this would happen. You know, he would try to fucking come in and shake shit up right when I'm doing good. Right when
0: I'm getting to know this new guy who's actually... Putting in the effort and putting in the time to really get to be with me in the
1: capacity that we're able to be with each other. He's doing what you couldn't do. He's doing what you couldn't let yourself do. You know, the new guy is literally the complete opposite of the old guy. Literally, the old guy was he just didn't speak up. I
0: mean, he was emotionally insecure and he just cowered away from all the shit that we tried to make work. And I was like, fuck, okay,
1: damn it. And with the new dude and stuff, it's just like, all right, well, this guy is reaching out to me, you know, cause the new dude could tell like something was going on.
0: And he was like, look, Kenny, you know, I'm nosy. Like, tell me what's going on. I told him what was what was happening, like that the old guy was trying to reach back out and stuff. And, you know, I just told him, like, look, like, you know, I told you the situation beforehand and everything. When we again, were getting to know each other because we still were getting to know each other. And I just was like, you know what? Like, he just couldn't understand that things could have been so much easier than what it was. And I use uh, me and the new guy as an example. I'm like, you see how me and you have literally been together for three days at this time. Like, you've flown out to LA. We've been together for three days. You know, this is your second time. We're actually doing the work, right? You know, you're not afraid to ask questions, you're not afraid to speak up. And I like that about you. You are the complete opposite of the old guy and he understood but you know I dropped him off the airport and stuff and then the old guy just finished up with like hey can you please just give me one more chance like you know and I am I apologize I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and I'm just like dude like I appreciate your apology and everything but I just, I don't really know how to respond to any of this at this point because I just remember how we ended. And I remember everything that you said. You said that you'll be fine, whether or not you dealt with the new guy or not. And
1: I just remember, again, I just remember that hurt that I felt because I was robbed of quality time with you. You robbed us. Of quality time with each other. Like, that's fucked up. You know? And it's not a good time. I told him. I'm like, dude, look, I appreciate it and
0: everything like that, but it's not a good time. And he's like, you know, I'ma try again tomorrow and stuff. I'm like, please don't. Please. Like this, you reaching out to me is is honestly it's a little triggering because first off, it's been at that point like a month and a half. Or so, two months or whatever, and it was still too new. I'm, you know, I'm dealing with this new guy, and of course, like with this new guy and stuff, like who knows what the fuck's going to happen and everything. But again, he has no intention to move to LA. But you know, like I've told my parents, and and he and I, we we talk about this. We're completely honest with each other, but we talked about the the fact that we're enjoying each other. In the capacity that we can. And whatever happens, I think that you know, we're both grown enough to be grown up and mature about whatever it is that comes out of this, you know. And again, of course, a long distance relationship is not ideal at all. But again, we're we're having a great time getting to know each other and we're we're enjoying each other in the ways that we can, in the spaces that we can, and and that's some real shit, and we know that, and I'm just like, dude, like, it's too soon. I don't think that you have truly, you know, handled whatever the fuck that you needed to handle with those demons and that self-sabotaging energy. I don't know if you've handled it, and plus, I'm still healing from the shit that you put me through, Cause I was hurt. I was honestly hurt. And I again I have no problem, you know,
1: admitting to being hurt. Like I legit shed a tear. And I'm not even a crier. Like my feelings was hurt. And I
0: just I'm like, dude, like I'm still healing from everything. And I'm just like, you're asking for another chance and everything. You're apologizing. And I I I thank you for that and everything like that. But at the same time, it's just like, I just, I don't know exactly what to say about, you know, our situation. I really don't. And it's just
1: like, okay, well, I wish you well. I hope you're doing good in life. Hopefully, I guess, maybe not. But I just remember
0: thinking to myself, like, damn, like, you know, I went to like my close girlfriends that knew our situation. And I was just like, dude, like He came back and he came back with his tail in between his legs. I mean, this guy didn't know if I was going to verbally destroy him again or anything like, you know, because I could have. I could have still been raw and sour and salty about the situation. And the fact that he did come back and, you know. Say how he felt, at least, and at, and at least acknowledged where he fucked up. At I had to give him some props. I had to give him some credit because I'm like, first off, I've never had somebody come back from a Kenny letter because uh, usually after a Kenny letter, we just don't ever see each other again. And because I pretty much read you your rights during the Kenny letter, and that's that's on that. So I never had somebody come back from a Kenny letter. And to not understand if I was going to further, uh, you know, brutalize him via text or talk or whatever, he came back anyways. And he literally had shown me that he had nothing to lose. And my close girlfriend, she was like, I think this dude like realized how much he like cared about you, or that he's in love with you. And I'm like, well, maybe that's right. That could be true, and I'm sure it is because I, honestly, like nobody would come back from what I wrote him if I read off what I wrote him. Y'all would be like, damn, like you had to go that hard. But and I never cussed at him. You know, I just it was a respectful, adult, mature type of read. And I'm like, nobody has ever come back from that. And to apologize, to admit where you're wrong, like, I had to give credit to that, you know. And I just, and I'm still not in the the headspace to even entertain the idea of Given this guy another try, I don't know exactly what the fuck's going on. You know, I don't want to kick anybody while they're down, of course, but you know, I I could be catty about it. I could be angry about it and be like, "Well, what the fuck? Oh, now you want to come back? You know, are you coming back because you don't have anything else to do? Are you coming back because everything didn't work out with the old dude that you you know?" that you were trying to make it work with and shit like that, like what things didn't work out with him. And now you're trying to come back to me. Like, first off, I'm not a fucking second option and
1: I'm not your fucking rebound. And Hey, like that's, that's, that's not something that I want to be
0: in or to anybody. And I just want to make sure that everybody understands their self worth when it comes to, those situations, like, yeah, you know, forgiveness is something I can forgive. But again, it's just been too, it's been too soon. And I'm enjoying my time with this, with this new guy. And that's, that's what it is. Like, I really wish that the old guy didn't reach out because I honestly, you guys, like I was doing really good. And I was not really even thinking about him, and I was healing and everything, right? And now, you know, not that I'm curious, but he's on my mind at times, and I don't like that because I I can't forget what he said and how he went about everything. And again, it's still been too fucking soon, and I'm enjoying somebody totally different who is the complete opposite and i just i just hate that he even reached out at this time because it's just like don't don't shake shit up don't just like leave me alone for right now like just i really wish he didn't reach out like it it really fuck shit up and stuff and i just i'm like dude i was trying to heal i didn't have time for you to like be trying to shake the fucking table and all of that, but he did, and who knows what the future has in store, I just know with him and the other guy from 2017 and shit, them trying to come back after not seeing any, you know, traction with me in their DMs or in their text messages or on their phone or whatever... I just, I don't, I don't understand. And the funny thing is they're both Leos and
1: I now think that Leos are just toxic as fuck. Even though Leos literally... Literally are just
0: like little magnets to my gravitational pull. I mean... I'm a Sag and we are fire signs, Leos and I, and Leos literally just, they gravitate towards me. I'm a fucking Leo magnet. And I've just come to the realization so far this year, dealing with Leos and their narcissism and their, you know, big roar, but little purr, because they're really little cats and even though they present themselves to be like the king of the jungle and shit, like the insecurities in a Leo can run deep. I mean, fuck. And not to bash Leos because I love Leos. I have tons of Leo friends and also a nice little handful of Leo romantic potentials and all that stuff from the past and whatnot. And uh, who knows? Maybe one day, I, maybe one day I can meet a mature Leo and we could like actually have a healthy relationship, but I just, you know, I really get a little frustrated because I'm just like, fuck, here it is. I'm 30 years old, about to be 31 in December, and it's 2020. We have been through so much this year as a planet, as a civilization, (laughs) and this year has been ghetto as fuck, and I just... I get a little frustrated because I'm like, with everything that's going on and with the whole love life kind of looking cute, but at the same time being just like iffy, it's really frustrating because I'm like, damn, like, can I not be in a normal fucking relationship? Can I not meet somebody of substance here locally? Like, haven't I not been writing in my manifest journal like for somebody to literally live here locally and for all of them to just have like all of these different qualities that are positive and ugh, it's so frustrating y'all like this whole love thing is, is weird and it's crazy but I say that to say all this like just remember to value yourself Know that you are wanted by someone. You are loved by someone. And if you're not getting the the real love, the unconditional love that you know that you deserve from someone that you're trying to pursue in a romantic type of way or someone that you are romantic with, just find those people that you know for sure love you the way you know you deserve to be loved remember that because I had to remind myself that when I left that game night after dealing with that toxic ass dude from 2017 I just was like you know what if anybody doesn't fucking love me I know my parents love me that is unconditional Certain family members is unconditional. Certain friends, I feel, could be unconditional love. And just remember those, those little things. And guess what? It's going to happen eventually. And as long as we live in this human existence on this earth, we have every day to grow. We have every day to progress and to elevate and to... Vibrate in a higher frequency. I mean, we get that opportunity every single day that we wake up and live our life throughout the day and the night. And it's just like understanding that, you know, as a human being, we are not perfect by a long shot. So any type of toxic behaviors or toxic traits that we might have, any, you know, past demons or present demons, let's address it Let's communicate, seek help, talk to, talk to a professional, talk to, you know, a close group of friends that you actually value their opinion, talk to those family members that you actually value and really talk about it and, and, and be about it. You know, don't just speak a good game, let the actions take, uh, you know, control and actually lead by example. You know, so that's like my little tidbits, you know, and and I really I try to practice what I preach you guys. And it's just like, let's let's just try to try harder every single day that we get. And it's okay to forgive, but really just go into it not with just your heart, but also with your mind when it comes to, you know, exes or ex-flings or whatever the fuck they could be in your life, look at the actions of that person and see if their character is truly changed. And think about it, you know, talk to, you know, talk to somebody. Go to, you know, I call them the my counsel. You know, go over to your counsel and like just like roll over the the information and like, you know, roll over how you would approach it differently. And if it's a possibility to entertain the idea of, you know, going back to an ex flinger lover or relationship or whatever, but just look at the, look at the signs, look at the actions, and just realize again that, you know, we're not perfect. It's going to be some stuff that, you know, we have to work on because there is and work on it, conquer that shit and keep growing. But let me know exactly what you guys think about my little summer, summer little vacation love affair situation. It's been it's been a fucking mess, but it's been cute. It's had it's it's had its, it's good points and stuff and it's had its mess. But I think at the end of the day, there has been some learning lessons and I still might have an epiphany soon enough about just everything in general maybe we'll see but of course I'll keep you guys up to date but uh yeah let me know exactly what's been going on with your summer and if you guys have been having some type of love you know during this pandemic like keep me posted but I want you guys to tune into next week's episode I have A few episodes that I'll be airing and uh, again, they're going to be some fun, crazy topics with some of my fun friends that you guys probably met and some that you haven't met. So you'll get to uh, become acquainted. So enjoy and tune in to Nude Radio. This is Kenny
1: Heflin and I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye.